The following guided meditation was given at Common Ground Meditation Center in Minneapolis, Minnesota. Please listen along and join in as you can as we do the five subjects for frequent recollection. I am of the nature to age. I have not gone beyond aging. I am of the nature to sicken. I have not gone beyond sickness. I am of the nature to die. I have not gone beyond dying. All that is mine, beloved and pleasing, will become otherwise, will become separated from me. I am the owner of my karma, heir to my karma, born of my karma, related to my karma, abide supported by my karma. Whatever karma I shall do, for good or for ill, of that I will be the heir. Thus we should frequently recollect. And settle in. If you're unfamiliar, that word kama or karma is the Sanskrit version of it, means intentional action. And how what's showing up in our hearts right now is related to the impressions left by previous intentional actions. This is what we feel as we move through our lives. Really powerful reflection to take up, make a copy, put it on the nightstand. Not in a way that we force ourselves. We can ruin these simple, useful rituals, spiritual rituals, by turning them into a should. Like, this is what I have to do to be a good Buddhist or something like that. But to see how we can naturally water the curiosity. Just to be curious, like, what is the effect of bringing these five reflections to mind? What kind of person do I become after having spent five minutes reflecting on these five truths, really, for our lives? Just let that pragmatic effect um, sort of support, support the new habit of using those reflections. So we take our time. It's just so interesting at the beginning of a meditation period like now how we might, out of habit, want to take up some meditation affect. Like, this is what I look like, or this is how I sit, or this is what I do with my mind when I'm meditating. And none of that is, of course, bad, necessarily, but just to be interested in the whole setup. 
and to keep it really light and even having a sense of humor as we observe how we get ourselves ready for a meditation period. Because we can check right now, even if we're still settling into our posture, that even now, quite naturally, the mind is capable of recognizing that this is being known. That this capacity to be aware with wisdom is already here. It's not something that you or I do, actually. It's more something that we're training the mind to recognize that this moment is being known, being felt. What really helps develop some momentum, so-called progress in our meditation, is sensing right now, and of course in any moment, formal or informal meditation, but to sense the simple goodness, rightness, pleasure of being present. There's something that feels subtly but very deeply right about being connected first and foremost with this experience of embodiment right here, right now. There is this sitting body and it's like this now. Not the idea of the sitting body, but this very alive, very real, very wild movement of sensation that is the body. And so we're learning to align with this more immediate and non-conceptual truth of the sitting body, this dance of sensation. And of course, not all the sensations that are coming and going now in the body are pleasant. A lot of these sensations coming and going are neutral, and perhaps some are unpleasant, even strongly unpleasant. Sometimes it's like that. But however it is right now, This is what's being felt. This is what's being known. It's already like this right now. So it doesn't really help to wall off the body or to be forgetful that sensations are like this now. The body is being known, being felt. And in particular, as we're sitting here in the moment, in particular being interested in the awareness aspect that this experience is being known. This very natural activity of knowing. Of course, this is subtle. and We only know the knowing mind because things are being known. So don't do somersaults trying to grasp the knowing mind, it won't work. 
more about being intimate with the simple reality of being here now. And keeping in mind, being interested in this moment being known, is being known, is being felt. Naturally, and in a sense, effortlessly, you're not making the knowing. You're not doing the knowing. You're noticing that this experience, this activity of the body, and also, of course, the activity of the mind is being known. I was teaching a seven-day retreat last week through Spirit Rock Meditation Center in Northern California. One of the retreatants mentioned that this knowing, this recognition of the knowing mind is a little bit like learning how to float in water. We may want to manage and control the experience of floating, but it doesn't really help. What does help is remembering, trusting that the body already has the nature to float. Just like now in our meditation, we're remembering and trusting that the mind already has the nature to know. And so we're just keeping that in mind, that capacity to know. We're keeping it in mind. We're not forgetting it. Oh yeah, this is the knowing mind, knowing the experience of the sitting, breathing body, and also knowing every other aspect of the present moment that comes and goes, sounds, sights, emotion, smell and taste to some degree. So let's continue together now in silence.
Remember that distraction, including strong emotions, whatever it is that arises that shows up, is something being known, something being felt. So this isn't a way of dismissing experience. It's a way of understanding deeply the way things are. So use this understanding. Oh yeah, this is something being felt. This is something being known. That's what's true right now. Can I align with this truth? Experiences come and go and are known or felt. This is the truth I can count on. Everything else, who knows? But that this experience is being known and being felt here and now, that's, I know.
And it's definitely okay to use, to skillfully use thought, like asking the question, what's the mind knowing? What's the heart feeling? Oh, this is being felt, this is being known. And you can be specific, oh, thinking's being known, or just use the word this as a pointer so that the immediacy of the mind knowing this experience is what is being recognized. And that can allow us to come back to this mindful awareness as a refuge.
So as we learn to sit right in the middle of this activity of our body, this sensing body, this hearing body, seeing body, the smelling and tasting body, breathing body. As we learn to sit in the middle, then it's possible to also be aware of sitting in the middle of this feeling heart, this emoting heart, this numb and broken heart, wounded heart, angry heart, lustful heart, all the truths of how the heart moves and feels. And even sitting right in the middle of our wild, hurting world, all the beauty and all the injustice swirling and moving in the so-called outside world. Really want to sense this growing, deepening capacity to be right in the middle this growing and deepening capacity to be unafraid, not so dependent on any fixed views, and instead, more and more, little by little, taking refuge and being open, this actual sense of curiosity, trusting that the heart is resilient enough at least in moments, to be open and to feel and not to question what's arising, what's showing up, but learn that we can simply acknowledge this is what's showing up. This is what is being felt, being seen, being heard. This is what's moving now. Here in our heart, here in the body, and here in the world that we're in the middle of. For a long time, my teachers have been telling me that this coming and going here in our experience is nature, not self, not really that personal totally, completely our responsibility to be intimate and responsive, but at the same time, not personal, not self. It's the conditional unfolding here right now of our body and mind and of our world. And we can ask over and over again in a sincere and a kind way, we can ask, does it help? Does it do any good? Does this moment require the grip of hate, the grip of greed, the grip of distraction? Does it help in any way? Of course, it may be understandable that we have greed, that we have hate, that we want to distract ourselves. Right, but we can still ask, is it helpful? Is it contributing to my well-being or the well-being of anybody? 
the more and more we see this moment, the activity of the body, the activity of our feeling hearts, the activity of the world around us, the more we see this in terms of being responsible and being impersonal. This allows for a deeper balance. And from that place of balance or equipoise, then it's possible for our heart to respond more fearlessly, more creatively and beautifully to whatever the moment, whatever would be helpful in the moment, one moment at a time. This is how we address our own suffering and the suffering in the world. Thank you for listening. To learn how you can support the teachers and Dharma Seed, please visit dharmaseed.org slash donate.